Hi everyone, welcome to Stump the Guru podcast with your host, Ari Galpa, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game. This monthly podcast will bring you guests from virtually every industry unrehearsed to try and stump Ari with their most difficult sales challenges. This podcast is for business owners, financial advisors, entrepreneurs and sales executives. The guests on this show have only one goal in mind, to stump Ari. And Ari has one goal in mind, to overturn the notion of selling as we know it today by building trust between buyers and sellers. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stump the Guru Show. My name is Ari Galper. Uh, I'm with Unlock the Game, trust-based selling. If you're new to the show, welcome. We have viewers from all over the world. We have podcast listeners from many countries who download this recording. Um, I, we specialize in trust-based selling, been in this niche for over 20 years, have built a whole body work around uh, a shift in thinking, a shift in mindset, trust-based languaging, new frameworks, uh, a way to flip the sales equation on its head. And if you're new to our world, welcome. You're in for a wild ride. Uh, this is a live show. There's nothing prepared at all. It's without a net. And it's called something Guru for a reason. We have people who come in live. And if you want to jump in and ask me a question and there's enough time today, please do so. Just go to stumptheguru.com. Just like it sounds, it'll log you right in. And Steve, my uh, co-host here, will put you in the queue. And we'll try and fit you in today. If not, just come back four weeks from now. And uh, you can get in early. Uh, go to unlockthegame.com slash podcast. And you'll see a link in there to sign up for the show. Uh, so we have uh, lots of fun. People around the world come in, ask questions about their sales scenarios, their toughest challenges, people are chasing intricate, complex scenarios they, they need some help with. And of course, we do coaching here every day with uh, folks all over the world to help them grow their businesses by thinking differently on how they sell. So we will get the show going. And if you want to have a private consultation with myself or my team or my coaches, just go to unlockthegame.com slash free consult. It's right there on the screen. You'll see the link. But if you're open to uh, jumping on the show now, just go to stumptheguru.com. Steve, I know we have a full house today as we grow the show and it's getting around the world. Uh, uh, who do we have out there? Uh, who's All righty. We do. We do have a hangout. Let me just make this full screen so it fits. Ah, there we go. Technology. Okay. First up, I'm going to bring on Bobby. Hey, Bobby, how are you today? If you could let everybody know a little bit about you, who you are, and uh, your question for Ari, please. Thank you. Hi, Ari. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? Hey, good. Yeah, so uh, my name is Bobby. I, I work for a company that helps Amazon sellers with their advertising. So I want to preface the situation before the question. Sure. Um, last time when I called, I'd asked for a script. Uh, for outbound calls, mm -hmm. and you you gave me something, and I've been using it, and and the script is um, I'm just giving you a call to see if you're 100% happy with the ROI on your current Amazon ad spend you're getting right now in your business. So most people say no, but there has been a few situations where they are not happy. So I'll give an example of a situation that happened yesterday. I had a gentleman, I asked that question and one, one uh, owner said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. He said, not really. So I did a quick discovery call 
I said, oh, really? Well, why do, you, why do you think that? And he told me, well, no one's really looking for my products. And then I did, uh, I did another, another discovery question about the impact. What has been the impact of your business by not being able to, result, to solve it? And he, and he said, well, if the ad dollars worked, uh, I could, I'm, you know, perhaps could get more sales. So at that time, I, I said, well, you know what I'm thinking? If, if you'd be happy to it, I would, I'd be happy to schedule a brief consultation. No fee, I'll waive the fee, and we'll see where the holes are. So we made the appointment for next Monday. But in order to do the audit, I need to get some information from him. And what I need is viewing access to his sellercentralamazon.com account. And then I said, I'm going to send you an email with instructions. And I briefly said, you'll just click on this setting and click on that setting. And then he said, well, what kind of access do you need again? And then I, I repeated myself. And then he said, again, what kind of settings do I need? He's like, I don't know you. I'm a little hesitant to give a stranger access. So I kind of felt I was building trust in the beginning. And then it kind of switched to hesitancy. All right. So what is your issue how to deal with this? Is that the question? Yeah, the question is, do you set the appointment like, okay, I, I made the appointment. And now would you say, do you have a couple minutes right now? Are you free? I can walk you through it. We can do a quick Zoom call. Or do you just send the send No, no. So let me ask you a question. If they schedule a call with you and they show up. Uh-huh. Are you trying to analyze it all in advance of the call or can you look at the account while you're on the call with him? No, I need to get that information because I have another division gotcha. that gets the numbers. They need like two or three days I get it, before I get it. so that we can, yeah. Analyze it. Yeah. So what you yeah. have to do is when you bridge the consultation, what mm. you have to do is walk him, walk them through what the process is and how it's going to work. So it's almost like a mini roadmap. You're going to say, okay. so what we'll do is we're going to schedule a consultation. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to look and analyze and identify where in your current ad account uh, things aren't working and we're losing an opportunity. So if you can give me access to that in advance of our conversation, then I can have that ready for you before the consultation. How does that sound to you, Mike? Okay. Then he goes, okay. Then, see, he's got to buy first uh -huh. into the concept before you take what you need from him. See, what you did was you missed that bridge that helped him understand what's coming next. That's the that 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 one thing I'm describing right now. This whole what's next thing mm -hmm. is typically forgotten in the sales process. We just assume they're going to want to move forward on the next step. It's really important that you lay out in front of people, you know, visually and verbally what the next steps are and if they're comfortable with the next steps okay if they are then you can say it sounds great would you mind uh i'm going to drop you a note with some key items that i need then then you're good to go but you got to get him to agree first before asking for what you want does that make sense so what if he says yes that's fine then like what kind of access do you need okay would would you just go are you by your computer right now? Do you have a few minutes? I'll walk you through. No, no, right I, no, no. Don't rush it. Just slow it down. Stay with the scheduled appointment because you just called him cold out of nowhere. Uh -huh. You can have an appointment. Want to go to the bathroom? 
You don't want to take a chance that okay. he has other things. So you want to schedule it on your calendar and just simply say, if, it's, if ask permission, if it's okay with you, uh, I'm going to just send you a list of what I need. Um, and so I can have my team review everything. Would that be okay with you? Mm. Yeah, that's fine. You got to keep asking permission. That's why he, you jump too quick to, right. this is what I need from you. He's like, whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So would you just send the email? It, it's, it's a quick video and it has audit instructions and just let him handle it, let him figure it out himself? Why would you do that? Isn't that your job on the consultation? Well, when I meet on the consultation next week, he's got to go into his seller account and click a couple of buttons. Uh-huh. And then, and then there's an invite button. And then someone from my team accepts the invite. Then he has to go back. Click oh, a few more buttons, and then we get the report. And I need Isn't all there this. A way, is there a way to have your guy, your analyst, your analyst on the call with you, so nothing is done in advance? He does a share screen, shows the account, and your guy tells him, "Go here, go there, go there," and together you find the holes as it's clicking around. We could do that. So, what would be the bridge? I mean, like, just it's my, there's, the there's no risk now because the problem is you're asking him for something which is quite sensitive. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know you yet. He's already agreed to the consultation. Now you're going to go even further for more asking. This is the problem. What you need to do is say, no problem, really easy. We'll send you a Zoom link, show up at two o'clock, and we'll see you then. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Bring your login account with you for your um, ads account so we can, we can look at it together. Great. Done. Perfect. Okay. Then he shows so, up. Okay. So on that Zoom account, that's when you like share screens. Okay. Go. Yeah. You do everything here. live. Okay. It's like a discovery session. It's okay. all like everyone just sees it for the first time. Okay. That makes it much more interesting and more exciting. So I've got to, I've got to grab someone else in the line okay. here, Bobby. And we're right. talking soon. So we'll got catch it. up again. Like, great right. questions. Thanks, sorry. Great scenarios. Okay. Thanks. All right, thank you, Bobby. Uh, so we're back to the Stump the Guru show. We got a whole lot of people here lined up to jump in, which is so exciting for me. I wanted to mention one thing though. The theme of today was this notion around if you are ambitious and have sales goals, how do you stay ambitious without putting pressure on yourself and the person you're talking to to make that sale? It's a question I get a lot from people. How do you stay in the mindset where you let go of the sale, stay centered? and focus only on them. And the key with that is you can't transfer your ambition and your goals into the conversation with your potential clients. You can't let that happen because the minute they feel that pressure from you, you've broken trust with them. So you've got to separate your goals as your goals, yes, but not to use that goal-centered process inside of your conversations because what happens is you carry your own agenda with you and they can feel that from you from a mile away at hello. And they can sense that you're trying to move them from one step to the next step to the next step to get to your own goals. So it's about awareness. It's about having ambitious goals for yourself, but not conveying that directly inside the conversation subtly through behavioral things that you might be doing, like tone of voice, languaging approaches, processes that feel like they're being taken down a path to reach your goal, okay? And we can talk more about that if you want to come back come back on the show, ask me questions about that. Happy to break it, take it apart. All right, see who else we have in the in the queue there.
All righty. Up next, we're going to bring in Jerry. So, hey, Jerry, how are you? And if you could uh, let Ari know, you know, what your question is and what's going on. Hi, my name is Jerry. Nice to meet you, Ari. Um, I've been in the property casualty business, auto and home, that sort of thing, for about the last 50 years. And the industry is in enormous turmoil because of inflation, uh, particularly I'm in the U.S., and uh, rates have gone up dramatically, all companies. And this has turned uh, the quoting process that is normally a very convenient, warm thing to do, just turned this into nothing but a commodity. And I'm looking for uh, some type of uh, bridge phrase that would help us to get the customer to concentrate on value as well as price. And I've, I figured you might have something to say about that. Well, can you give me the scenario where you want this inserted? Give me a situation where I can uh, give context behind what exactly. So we have, a we have a customer on the line. Uh, they're interested in a quote. Mostly they're interested in uh, price. And we give them the price. And they'll say something like, well, it's $2 more a month than what I'm paying now. And you see, they see it as a commodity. And what I'm looking for is something to say that, well, this organization has been here 40 years. Um, we're an elite agency. We do. All right, so uh, stop there, stop there. I know you're now selling um, the, the value, apparently. Whether that connects with them or not, we don't know. But the first thing you need to ask when someone says to you, it's $2 more or it's too expensive or something like that around the money. Right. You always have to say that. Uh -huh. you have to say, is price the only thing that matters to you to make sure you have the coverage that does not put you at risk? Is price all that matters to you? I just want to make sure. Uh, very that's good. First, that's the first thing you say. Now, in most cases, if they're semi-sophisticated, they're going to say, well, Obviously, price isn't everything. We also want to make sure we get the best coverage too. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's, it, it 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 can be perceived as apples to apples when you're out looking for insurance. But you'd be surprised how many people come to us after choosing a lower price coverage, getting to an accident, and not getting their all their coverage in time, and then having to pay out of pocket expenses. And those are the fine right. details that are obviously never revealed on websites or in the process. So if you want, right. I can walk you through some of that. See that this is like turns the wheels, slows things down, and makes it more of a mature conversation, less of a of a shopping call. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. It does. Thank you. You're welcome, Jerry. Talk to you later. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. We are back to in the stump the guru show. We're live around the world. Folks calling in. Uh, providing their sales scenario situations, anything right now that you're working on, uh, that you're chasing opportunities, is your chance to come on in and ask me a live question uh, and try and stump the guru. Okay, see who else is next. All righty, up next, we're going to bring on Michael, whose name is fantastic because that's my middle name. <laughs> so it's already good. So if you could tell Michael a little bit about yourself and your question for Ari, please. Absolutely. Good afternoon, Ari. Um, uh insurance background uh business coaching background um 
but I'm just getting, I need um, some help on the free consulting advice versus showing value issue. Um, I, you know, if somebody asks me again, hey, Michael, can I pick your brain on this? I'm going to scream. Um, so can you just, is it mindset? Is it languaging? Is it slowing something down? Can you just sort of, uh, uh, you know, again, showing value, you know, um, versus the free consulting, free advice, black hole. Well, first of all, I'm going to suggest that you never use the word value ever again in your sales process. <laughs> that's the first thing we're going to blow up and remove, okay? Because that's, that, that's the problem is that the word value is so abstract and so conceptual. No one knows what that even means particularly. And, and everyone else is doing the same thing, adding value. Prospects in your sales process don't in your process do not want value from you what they want is clarity they want clarity on the articulation of their own problem they want someone to be a truth teller to help them see things they can't see they want someone to help them understand what they don't know that has nothing to do with you delivering value doing consulting offering information giving solutions stop giving it's so interesting i just spoke with one of my clients this morning and we've been some coaching together and the first thing he says to me i said what's your biggest takeaway from our last meeting he said ari my biggest takeaway is that i gotta shut up yeah. I, I swear i got this on video i've got to shut up because i am my own problem i've been conditioned to believe my job is to keep talking keep momentum going fill the void and just try and get this guy from step one to step two and it's been so and i'm an introvert he says to me i'm not an extrovert i don't enjoy this i just feel like it's like i have to do it i said that's the problem you have old conditioning forcing to do something that's inauthentic to you and believe me they can tell that you're not authentic from hello so i hope that helps in some way michael to blow up this whole notion of what your question was about no i absolutely needed blowing up and i appreciate that ari very much thank you you're welcome all right so welcome back to something guru show anything is game here on on this pro on on this show uh again if you're new to the show we have invented and developed and built out a trust-based selling model that builds trust with people in a very short amount of time uh we have a unique process that's now patent pending called the one call sale the only sales process in the world is patent pending by the way that's very very uh natural formulaic and systematic and it shortens your sales cycle for multiple steps into one single conversation sounds hard to believe but if you're open-minded to it and you want to investigate it then please reach out and uh, have a consultation with us to learn more about that uh so steve who else is next uh, on our show today all righty up next i'm gonna bring on chris so you've heard it a few times already, so you know the drill. Just let everybody know who you are, what you're all about, and uh, your question for Ari, please. Sure thing. Hey, Ari, how are you? Hey, Chris, good. Good, good. Hey, okay, so for people who don't know, I'm a financial advisor. I'm in the United States, and um, I've been in the business for quite a long time. I opened my own firm back in 2019. Um, but what I've done lately, Ari, is, is I, and I've gotten good business, as, as I've mentioned to you, 
that I've gotten good business with um, sort of a lead system that provides me with some basic information that people are filling out on, you know, something on the internet. So I get this lead and has some basic, you know, kind of drop down box information, ranges, whatever it might be regarding their financial uh, information. Sometimes I get them on the call. Usually it's best to call them immediately, but sometimes you don't get them. And I know what to say, you know, when I do have them. But if I've got just a voicemail there, I don't know exactly what I should be saying to that. So I'll come up with some sort of watered down version of what I might say had I caught them. But I don't know if that's the right thing to do. And another part of that question is, you know, I don't know. What do you think about um, emails versus phone calls in the first contact? Well, on your first question, what's the voicemail you're leaving now? I'm just saying, uh, hey, uh, Mrs. Smith, I got this. Um, I got this piece of information that you filled out online, and I'd like for you to help me out. I'd like to know a little bit more about uh, what you're looking for, and uh, you can reach me back at this number. And so all right, all right. So let, let's make that a little bit sharper. Okay. okay? What I'd say is, uh, hi, Deborah. My name is, uh, and I have a note on my desk. Okay. That you have some questions and concerns. Don't mention the internet. Don't mention forums. Don't they don't care about that? That you yeah. have some concerns, some questions about your current financial situation, and you're looking for some help and some ideas around that. Um, I'm still available today if you want to give me a call back. My number is da 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 da. Talk to you soon. Okay. Keep it simple, real simple, and make okay. it about them. Now, obviously, if you can do a voice conversation first. That's the best way to go. Uh, if you have to leave a message, fine. Then no word back. Then the email is like last resort. Okay. And if you do get an email dialogue going back, don't try and create two-way communication with them. Once you have a response back, move them right. from there to a scheduled Zoom consultation. So you can see them face-to-face and they can focus in a, and you can do the you know the one call sale process. Recently I've heard arguments about making the email your first outreach, but I don't get responses to emails. I've got to call I've got to get a hold of them. That's what I find anyway. I've got sure. to them on the phone. You do you do what works, not what people think is best. Right. <laughs> and, and that's the key for you is to figure out which medium is most effective for you. So start okay. with the phone, then the voicemail then email last resort, and then go from there. Okay, great. Thank you. All right, All right Chris, take care. Okay, we have uh, quite an assortment of questions today, and uh, we still have a few more minutes of the show left. Steve, are there more folks uh, back there waiting to ask me a question? Yes, we have two more people to come on, so I'm going to bring on Thomas Schaefer first. He's coming on in. Hey, Thomas, how are you? Good. I'm going to email you, Thomas, just so you know. I emailed you last week. After my first one got rejected, I think I had the wrong email address, so my apologies. And I will email you after the show again so we can schedule time for you and I, because I know we need to talk. Okay. So uh, we'll book that in. But more importantly, your question today for Ari, please. Okay. So, Ari, good to talk to you again. Um, so, you know, in your method is such that you're, you know, breaking a lot of, of old habits that a lot of us have. And from our vast experience, we sometimes can't help ourselves to want to uh, bring value to the table quickly. So is there some tools or practices or things that we could use to kind of help 
ourselves, despite ourselves, to not go down that path? Uh, maybe some trigger things um, aside from obviously practicing for it, but to not to not allow something to let us go down the path that we're so common, we're so used to doing. Great question. And I think the simplest way to begin to shift away from your old habits is a picture, a visual picture of you wearing a doctor smock and a name tag. And behind you, it has a certificate from wherever. And you're a doctor and you're talking to a patient. Doctors don't try, don't educate or provide advice until after they've done a full diagnostic to determine the actual problem and the impact of it. And then they write a treatment plan, a plan of how to fix it. They don't try and fix it because you can't fix it on the first visit. Then, of course, the patient goes and pays the doctor for his time, not for solving the problem, but for just diagnosing it and laying out a roadmap of how to fix it. I think if you just think about that model, think about that process and that picture of yourself, that will then force you and make you aware not to insert, quote, value, information, education, premature to that process occurring. Does that make sense? Yes. I like that. That analogy works really well if I can just keep remembering it. Yeah, I just got to remember that that doctor model. And, and I mean, literally, if we just mirror what they do and apply to what you do and don't add things in from our past, that you'll start to see things change right away in terms of your own habits because um, you'll find yourself being more aware when you're jumping in early or talking too much. You'll feel uncomfortable doing that because you realize, oh, wait a second. My job is to listen, to unpack, to analyze, diagnose, do an MRI, so to speak, before I can lay out a treatment plan, in your case, a roadmap of what the process is for solving the problem. So, so any information or ideas or content all, all has to occur once they've agreed to the plan. So just think about the sequence of those events. Then you'll know when to insert what and when. Once you kind of get that model in your mind down, I think that's the best, the fastest way to get this clicking in your brain. I think I need to get a wristband that says WWYDD. What would your doctor do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just keep pulling it. Remind yourself. That's like my sister used to take these airplane flights because she was afraid of flights and they have a little rubber band. They said, just all, pull the rubber band and remember you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Good to see you, Thomas. Hi. All right. Uh, I think we're down to our last. Um, Guests on the show, uh, if you're listening, enjoying the show, please give us a thumbs up or some feedback on the podcast um, a medium you listen to of, of star, uh, five star would be great. A comment would be great. We'd love to know how the show is helping you in some way. Please let us know. Go to unlockthegame.com. Or reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Steve, who else do we have back there? All right. Batting in the cleanup position today since spring training is going to be soon for all of us Americans that are baseball fans. We've got Kerry coming in. And listen, let, let's put this out there for Kerry, for the whole internet to hear right now. For any of us that are parents that are out there, we should all understand that what Kerry's work is doing is so amazing. Like as a dad with a daughter in school, the stuff that he does, man, I mean, if I had a hat on, I would take it off right now for you. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's a, We get a lot of business, a lot of B2B folks that come through here. Very rarely do we get somebody that's got such a different story like Kerry's. And, uh, you know, last time when he was here a month ago, it was truly incredible what he was telling everybody about how he's trying to get in and help people because he's really about helping folks no different than what we do. So nothing, I didn't want to take over, but Carrie, I felt like 
I had to just tell you that personally, so I wanted to drop it on you hot right here uh, live on the call. Steve, I'm honored. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's very kind words. All right, Carrie. Well, uh, welcome. Let us know what you do and what your question is. Well, I'm, I'm the executive director of a nonprofit called International De-Escalation Association, IDEA. And we help uh, K through 12 schools deal with misbehavior in the classroom, law enforcement, fire, medical services, calm an angry person in 90 seconds or less. And one of the challenges I have is a lot of my contacts are they're either cold or they're maybe a little bit warm because I met them at a conference. And, you know, it's funny because I've got, I got two business cards here that have been sitting on my desk for probably two months. And I have, I know what I'm going to say. I, I, I've listened to you like Bobby, you know, Bobby at the beginning when he, he has his script down and I, I've listened to you, I've honed it. I feel comfortable with my script, but it's picking up the phone is so hard. And I'm wondering, is there, is there something you su can suggest in the mindset thing? Cause I always find something better to do than picking up the phone and making the calls that make the cash register ring. Right, right. So let's analyze this and break it down and see what is it in itself subconsciously that Ash is holding you back from making that phone call. And my hunch is, most likely is you're anticipating resistance. You're anticipating yeah. pushback, yeah. anticipating rejection, anticipating an unpleasant experience. That's probably why you're hesitant mm -hmm. to pick up the phone. Now, that's sort of phase one, establishing that. Now, the question is, why would you be anticipating that? Most likely because you might be using some languaging, the tonality, the, 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 the delivery of what you're doing, even with the words by themselves, is somehow triggering a pushback somewhere in the process. And I'd love for you to walk me through what you're saying so I can see that I can make it a little crisper to eliminate all resistance. Because when you make an outbound call like that, you do it our way, there should be zero resistance. And if there is resistance, then you'd have the tools to know how to diffuse whatever comes your way, which then makes you fearless, where you enjoy grabbing the phone, making the call, talking to people, and, and it just becomes light and easy for you. So can you walk me through what you're saying on the phone so I can help you with that a little bit? Well, can can if it's okay with you, if you'd be open to it, I'd like to jump ahead just a little bit because I can tell you where the resistance came from. And you're, abs you're absolutely right. It is. Yeah. I'm anticipating resistance. And where I've gotten the, the greatest pushback is... The, the training that we provide, oftentimes they say, oh, we've already had that. And so even when I ask, when I ask him, you know, like what, what Bobby was saying, are you 100% uh, happy, comfortable uh, with where you're at here? Yeah, we are. We're good. And I feel like okay, I don't so, have anywhere to go. All right. So what you're doing there is you're being trapped by talking about the solution by being compared to someone else and so you're kind of cornered now mm -hmm. having to box your way out of the corner that's why you feel stuck so the question is how can we reroute your conversation so it's problem centric and 
they don't come to you and say, we're already using someone just like you. We can find a way to differentiate you based upon the problems that you use to engage them around the conversation. Or maybe we can even talk about the results of what they're using now. But there, there's going to be some way we can differentiate you. And I think it has to do with the approach you're using in terms of how to define the issues. And if they're using someone else, ignore that. If they say that to you as an objection, for instance, you could say, no problem. That's fine. Refuse. Would you be open to a different perspective that you may not have access to before that could make a difference for your kids? Would you be open to that? Yeah, I love that. That would be very hard to reject because you're not saying what they're doing is wrong or you're better. See, so you get out of the boxing ring. Just say, hey, that, that's fine. A little keto, you know, that's fine. No problem. Great. Ah. But would you be open to a different way of looking at things that you may be doing now that can make an immediate impact on your kids and the culture of your school? Would you be open to that? That's beautiful. That's perfect. It's exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. And, and that languaging should be the one piece that releases the conversation, makes you feel free to, to pick up that phone. So thank you. That's a great scenario. Thank you, Carrie. And uh, come on back again sometime. I will. Thank you so much, Ari. Okay. I think we're ready to wrap up. Only if Steve jumps in for one more person. If not, we will say goodbye for now. I hope you enjoyed the show. We are live here every month. Uh, schedule it. Uh, go to unlockthegame.com slash podcast. Grab the recordings from the past. Let us know you want to join the show. There's a form there as well. And we'll be back again next month to uh, answer any question you have in regards to your ability to grow, be successful, and generate more clients. Bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this month's segment of Stump the Guru and that you've discovered some new trust-based selling strategies that you can apply directly to your sales process. You can get access to Ari's trust-based selling 60-minute masterclass at www.unlockthegame.com forward slash video. And if you want to go one step further, you can order his latest book, Unlock the Sales Game, and get a free one-on-one -on -one sales growth consultation at www.unlockthegame.com. Before we say goodbye for now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review this podcast. It's easy. Just scroll down to the bottom of Stump the Guru podcast within Apple Podcasts until you reach ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under tap to rate to leave a rating. Thanks so much and we'll see you on the next show.